0: trading nut episode 123 so you can shorten those timelines but it just comes down
1: to those habits building those habits and having the right information you have the right information and then you can get feedback from people who are doing what you want to do successfully you're going to shorten those timelines the market's going to do something your job is not to fight it the market never ever runs away it's always there that personal diary of trading
0: What's up traders, welcome to another installment of the Trading Up Podcast. I'm your host Cam Hawkins and today we've got Angelo Sierra Mello here on the show all the way from Forex League over there in the US. Now we've got an interesting kind of show for you today guys, so Angelo has been in the industry for quite some time and is actually one of these traders that gives signals. So we're going to talk about that in a bit of detail as well as finding out his full trading story and journey to date. Now before we get into that show I do want to let you know uh, something that I've take me ages to 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 finally get which is completely not related to trading unless you are sitting at your chair a long time and you're getting a saw back or something like that but i did have a saw back recently if you guys will have remembered and somebody uh sent me i think it was somebody from my robot builders club sent me a uh, a recommendation on a rub a muscle rub and i've got to say i did get it it took me ages to find a uh, find a source for it and uh, i don't know if it was a COVID thing or whatever but anyway i didn't hear it is what it is it's called Wong to yik okay it's uh it's from hong kong uh wang to i'll open up the package here guys if you're watching this you're gonna see what it is if you're not you're gonna have to go into the youtube channel but this is what it looks like in the little um, bottle it is awesome i used it in football i played two football matches in the weekend uh one and a half and rubbed it on the legs it literally brought them back to life i could not believe how good this stuff was so guys if you're looking for a muscle rub if you're suffering from any aches or pains this is not sponsor of my show but um i'm just recommending this as an awesome product apparently it's got 50 percent of the sort of stuff that tiger balm only has 15 percent of so, fifty percent of that, which is almost like a an aspirin for the muscles, all right guys, just a quick random, completely random thing there to start off the show, so we're about to get into it with Angelo, uh, but before we do two little things: one is trader versus trader semifinals coming up, so these are two guys competing against each other, so we've got going to have a break in between. But we're going to have the first semi semi-final coming up this week. So if you do want to check that out, these guys both got around about 10% return on their first attempt. So come and check that out. It's live over here on Trading Nut, probably after this goes live. So you're going to watch the replay. And uh, we've got some other videos over there to watch on the YouTube channel. So Matthew Todd released probably the best breakdown of market structure I've seen on my channel or any other channel. In fact, it's a two-part thing. Part one is up there. He breaks down the theory behind how he builds market structure. So please go and check that out. We also shot a video uh, after the interview with Angelo. So you're going to have to go and check that out as well. Uh, And guys, whilst you're there checking stuff out, do remember to check out my Robot Builders Club where I'm teaching people how to build trading robots from scratch without any coding. There's a video course. There's a community live Q&A calls. And, uh, yeah, you get 30-plus ready-made robots when you join. I'm going to be closing the doors to that soon, so the this is the time to be joining if you're thinking about it. All right, folks, without further ado, let's get on with this interview. Whether you're a struggling trader or a profitable trader, our sponsor, City Traders Imperium, are offering you the chance to become a fully-backed Forex trader. That's right, get coached and funded with CTI today hi folks here we are on trading up we've got angelo Mello here on the show with us today part of uh forex league uh welcome to the show angelo how are you
1: i'm good it's a pleasure to be here thank you for having me on
0: okay great well look today we're gonna hear your story so i want to start off by finding all about uh how you got into trading and your journey to date so do you want to go in dive in deep and i'll ask questions along the way
1: yeah i mean we could kind of just start off where I got started from, uh, it's actually funny, one of the recent interviews that you have done is with the trader that I originally purchased, uh, of course, from, so like everyone else, you know, I went on Instagram, I was thinking about ways to make money, you know, ways to make money online, and I found e-commerce, you know, I found trading, I found several other ways, you know, arbitrage type things, and to me, I was always interested in trading when I was young. Opened up a trading account when I was 18, you know, and I made some money. I, I bought um, a little dip after Brexit and made some money back in the day. So I understood the power of compounding, and, you know, the power your money can have to, to create some wealth for yourself. So getting into how I got started, again, looking on Instagram, came across a guy named Q Banks. Uh came across his page. You know, I was allured by the cars, you know, the lifestyle everything going on there, and uh, I also thought that he was a very genuine dude, you know, with everything that that he was doing, so I went ahead, I purchased my first training course, it was actually the last training course that I ever purchased as well, so I went in, you know, all in like everyone else, and at the time, I had just graduated college, I had some money saved up, so I took some time off after school, and I said, I'm going to commit myself fully to this. I'm going to be a millionaire in six months. You know, it's going to, it's going to happen. I'm going to do the whole manifestation, you know, thing. And uh, obviously, you know, or not obviously, but like most people know, that's not normally how it goes. You know, there's a lot of trials and tribulations. I, I still remember the first trade I ever took, I took a, like a sell limit order on one of the major pairs and it was overnight and I made like 900 bucks. Like I risked way too much. And just made like too much money for the account size that I had, and I was like, "Whoa! Like this is crazy." <laughs> I'm like, "This is." I was like, "This is about to be. This is about to be great." And then you know, you start taking taking some losses, and the whole psychology thing kicks in. So, so yeah, I got started. You know, like most people on IG, uh, I I, I kind of tried to stick with one program. Like I'm really a big believer and don't don't try to dip your hand in like too many piles. Um, So I just tried to stick with one program. I got the base of my technical analysis from Q, from QBanks, Banks Discourse, Wall Street Academy. Um, And then from there, I started networking with other people. I think that was kind of the most, it was the most powerful thing, starting to network in and to meet other traders, whether I was like in Starbucks or whether I'm at the gym or whatever, I just started to vocalize like what I was doing. And I ended up meeting a few different people, uh, one of them, including my partner now with Forex League like Nick. And at the time he had about four years more of experience than I did. And he, he actually wouldn't even have a conversation with me because he, like I was a beginner because he didn't want to teach me, you know what I mean? Cause I didn't know anything really. Um, and then as time went on, I spent this time by myself, you know, continuing to learn from the material that I had available and got to the point where I sort of wrote, uh, rose, my, my skill level rose a bit. I, I had a better comprehension of the market. And I had ideas, I started to have my own ideas. And then that's when I came together with Nick and then we started doing a lot of backtesting sessions together, and getting into kind of building the whole Forex League brand, you know, we'll get into that in a minute. Um, but it was definitely, I'll say this, not easy. A lot of accounts were blown lot of FTMO challenges tried you know what I mean like a lot of sacrifices made um, but at the end of the day you know my my big I guess breakthrough was just understanding like the risk management and just understanding that you're going to lose trades like I was so psychologically for myself like the psychology was certainly the hardest thing to get over and uh, I can I can get into like some methods as to how I kind of go over that. Looking back, it was so long ago. Like that was about almost three and a half years ago or whatever. I almost like forget some of the mechanisms that I've used. They're all inside of our programs, obviously. But like at the point I'm at now, I'm not exactly um, exercising those plans and everything because it's more second nature at this point. Uh, But it's, you know, like I said, we can get into some of the things that I use because because psychology is everything. You can learn technical analysis in literally less than six weeks. You can learn it in two months. You know, you can learn how to use the tools if you're learning from the right people. Uh, but then it comes down to to applying them, understanding patience, knowing where your opportunities are. And uh, for me, what changed everything was really just backtesting. I don't know if people, some people say it doesn't work. You know, for them. Once I started to do that, because I had a real issue with, with taking entries, um, I was just not confident. Like, like, especially once I lost money, I was really like hesitant for getting into orders and taking entries. Like I just had so much fear about losing money. And once I started back testing and started to, um, started to showcase, you know, where are those opportunities? It's all about the probabilities. So where are the opportunities that have the highest probability according to what I'm looking for? Uh, i you know, when I went through my back testing, I read uh, this one book called The Playbook by uh, Mike Bellafuri. And that was another book that was kind of revolutionary or not revolutionary, but changed the way that I thought because he talked about uh, in his firm, every trader, you know, in the first year, it takes like about two years for them to become profitable and talk about a lot of the methods um, that, that he used for his traders to get to that next level. And one of them was every day he makes them uh, create this like daily playbook. And in there it's basically just screenshot one to two trades that happened in the session. Uh, before and afters, what were the confirmations, you know, what were all the indicators that could signal where to enter. And then you're sort of just building your you're building your book. You're building your book of entries. You should then you, know, you go ahead, review those he would have uh, the traders actually review them with uh, one of the more experienced traders, walk, like talk through, what were you looking for? You know, why did you get in on this position, et cetera, et cetera, get feedback from them, take notes on then like take psychological notes as well. And uh, once I started to like, once I started to read about that and do it myself and I gained that repetition and I like to make the comparison between um, really any, any craft, but the, the gym is a good comparison. Like you've got to get the repetitions, you got to do the sets. Um, uh, but once you can understand how to put together like a plan to strategically go about practicing, um, that's when you're going to start to build u- ultimately confidence. And that's what happened with me, you know, with, with our program, that's where I see people gaining the most success is, is really understanding where the confidence comes from. um, how to build a plan, how to build a plan around the basic tools, you know, FIBS, support and resistance, supply and demand that we, that I was using and uh, then just practicing them like a maniac until the point where once you get into the live market, you start to remove a lot of those emotions because everything starts to become more um, automatic. You know, you're triggering things, not based on emotion. You're triggering it based more on, An experience based on an idea that you have um and then when you see that idea obviously come to fruition you know there's there's power in that and you go ahead and review that and that's how you continue to build that momentum
0: so yeah
1: obviously touched on quite a few things there but yeah that's
0: kind of how i got started just jumping in here folks with a quick message from my sponsor sage strategies now you might already know the boundaries of trading are expanding faster than ever But you may not know that there's still time to take advantage of these opportunities. With my sponsor Sage Strategies, you can instantly access institutional grade algorithms that have been robustly tested by their team of experts. Their strategies provide fully automated responses to market opportunities in real time, which allow you to trade beyond human limitations. Go and check them out at Sage or click the link in the description. And so, so the back testing—I mean, how did you go about your back testing, and what really sort of solidified? Man, I need to do more back testing because that seemed to be the game changer for you there.
1: No, it really was. I was, I was struggling like really bad to be honest. I was struggling. I knew how to put everything on the chart. I knew how to make the chart look pretty. You know, every, everything looks like it's going to work out, and then just getting into the trades, like I was, I hit a wall, like I couldn't get through it. And then, um, you know, I use like most people trading view, they've got the replay tool on there. Um, I try to be, I tell everyone to do this, like hide all the information, go back to a certain point in time. I normally would do one month and I would just simulate that one month going through like USD CAT. What are the positions that I like what is the trend? Like I'm a trend trader, like I just based on market structure and then just execute based on price action. So, you know, I didn't, I really wrote out like and this is something honestly that I learned even inside of Q's uh, course. Like I learned inside of his program. Like I saw someone, I'm in, I was in the Facebook group, someone mapped out their trading plan. You yeah. know, point A, point B, point C. What do you look for? First, I identify the trend. Next, you know, bring on some confirmation. Next, identify an entry zone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just very simple things. I started to to do that, and I and I thought, well, I'm not going to sit here and forward test. It's going to take a lot of. It's going. It's important to forward test. You know, in due time. But how can I simulate all these scenarios? You know, right in and out. Like how can I go through one month of data and uh, you know. I found the replay tool through whomever. I, I believe I really showed myself how to do it, to be honest. And then just got on the charts, man. Got on the charts, started simulating those entries, kept a journal on everything like that. And, uh, yeah, I mean, most people know how to use it. If you don't, you know, it's pretty simple. There's We have a video on our YouTube page that walks you through, like, step-by-step step how to actually utilize the tool. I believe you need to have a pro-membership um, it's not available in the free membership at least if you want to get down to like the one hour the 30 minute and uh, and below there but but yeah I mean it was it was definitely a game changer for me using it
0: and and uh, I mean we so what what time frames are you trading on now are you going really low or are you sticking to the higher time frame it's actually
1: it's actually crazy because I've always been a swing trader and I think over because for me, originally, now I'm not working a nine to five. I'm not working a full time job. I'm just trading and running the bit like my business full time. Um, but at one point, I was working a nine to five, and it was extremely difficult. I really couldn't trade the New York session. Like I couldn't be a intraday, you know, looking for positions and monitoring them from nine to twelve because I had a, you know, I had a job. So I gravitated towards swing trading. Uh, that was my style, you know, still still is like I'll still look for swing trade positions, but I've seen in the last so the swing trading four hour time frame, answer question, daily time frame. I'm I was using marking my levels on the monthly, the weekly time frame overall um uh, for like my key levels, my key areas to look for. It. Um but um like as of the last year with COVID and everything going on and about the volatility I've, I've found personally that swing trading is not that it's not as effective, but the moves, the market is moving a little bit different. It's uh, you know, the conditions have certainly changed. I've gravitated more towards going down to the lower time frames. I've started to implement some other tools. I used to be big on using the Fibonacci. I'm not as big on using Fibonacci anymore. Um, you know, I see a lot of people using it. I personally. Just don't use it. You know, I've been trading very strictly based on structure and price action only. And then as of recently, I've started to implement two wonderful tools, um, the VWAP tool and then as well as volume profile. So I've been drawing my I've been drawing my line, my support and resistance levels like anyone else. You know, you're looking at the bodies of the candles, you're looking where they close, where where are multiple touches in the market, where You know, you're saying that there's liquidity there. Where's the liquidity zone? And all of that is is not hypothetical. The candles obviously close in a certain area. But to me, it's like, if I can get into the data, if I can see where is the actual volume, like, to me, it just seems so much more logical. Like, from a standpoint of where is the supply and demand? Where are the buyers and sellers? Like, strategically, where are people real people buying and selling you know what i mean as opposed to like i'm just going to put this line based on some theory or yeah. hypothesis you know you know what i mean so yeah so i'm starting to gravitate more towards that it's it's actually funny um you know as someone who has a program that teaches people the basics of technical analysis um that i'm and me and my partner nick we're no um you know, messiahs or whatever, you know what I mean? We are normal people and there are people that are better than we are. And I'm looking to learn from them along with, you know, my, what I do now that brings me success. I'm looking to learn from people who have better results than I do. And there are people that are beginners that have, are not consistent, not profitable, don't understand risk management that, that are learning from us. And it's a ladder, you know, it's a ladder within the industry. There's nothing wrong with us, providing the education because people need it. And then what's important to me is I always keep an open mind. I'm always continuing to trying to learn. That's the game that we're in, man. It's a performance-based sport and it's constantly changing. Mm-hmm. You gotta constantly be adapted. So recently I've started implementing new tools. I'm becoming extremely confident with them. You know, as I develop have more time set aside to test. And really to me, I'm just forward testing now because I'm just an active trader you know what i mean so i'm really just i'm really just like forward testing it um and, and trying to be as conservative as i can you know using risk management and, and so, everything
0: uh, so, so are you like for example um so for the guys that haven't seen volume profile or uh, VWAP, maybe go and check it out after the show but i mean like so are you looking at that compared to fib levels and sort of going okay well are these levels um, matching up with fibs, or or have you just completely thrown the fibs out the door and gone? Let's let's just look at uh, i I've completely gotten rid of fibs. Oh, okay. I've completely
1: gotten rid of fibs. I've completely gotten rid of the supply and demand zones. Um, like, I'll share my chart in a second and show you. But basically, what I I tried to keep my charts very clean, very like you know, very naked trading in a way just drawn my monthly and weekly levels and then literally looking for breaks and retests, you know, higher timeframes, where, where structure, and then execute on price action. I've been using a lot more limit orders as of recently getting much better entries with them. And these are all things, um, like I said, like the VWAP and the volume profile tool, tool literally was brought to me by one of our uh, students in the program. He was in the program for like a year and he actually went and learned these tools, came back to me, and was like, hey, check these things out, and I'm, like, checking them out, and I'm like, whoa, to me, this makes so much sense, and, like, you know, the trades that I'm taking, the risk-reward I have is so much better, so I'm going to continue to expand on this idea, so it's, like, we're we're all here to learn from everyone, you know what I mean, whether I have more success this month than this person or whatever, you know, we're all all here to learn from each other, and and I, I try to keep that in mind, like, the student, like I look at Q, like he always actually said this, the, the relationship between the mentor and the student isn't for the student to always stay underneath the mentor. It's for the student to surpass the mentor yeah. in time. Mm. You know what I mean? So I'm not saying like I'm here to surpass Q or whatever, but, you know, my students, they should, that's the goal. They should rise up, you know, take the material, comprehend everything and then bring ideas to, to myself, to Nick. You know, ultimately, there's one, one of our students that I can flat out say is a much better trader than I, I am at this point. Like he just blew the door open on everything. But, you know, it's it's crazy, man, the community. And I, I just, like I said, I just try to, try to remain open-minded. So right now, you know, I'm big on the VWAP, I'm big on volume profile. I can do a little demo in a second, show everybody kind of what it is yeah. and everything. Um,
0: but yeah, awesome. Yeah, there are there are there's a couple of resources on trading that as well. If you guys check out episode eighty nine with Andre Stewart, so he does like a forty five minute uh, volume profile sort of run through. So if you guys want to check that out, if you're desperate, but also check out Angelo's video that we'll record after this as well. Now, um, do you want to run us through some of your stats around your trading? I mean, how does how does your, how's your trading these days, and and have have those stats changed, like win win rates, risk to reward ratio um that sort of thing yeah
1: i would say that the risk reward ratio for me was always around two to one one to one to be honest always around two to one one to one as of recently it's increased dramatically with the implementation of these new tools to around a one to four one to five um the like in regards to account growth i tell this to everyone i'm one of those people that only risk one percent i only risk one percent only risk half a percent per trade. So per month, you know, what I'm shooting for is five to 10%. Like I stick to risk management plan, you know, ultimately my goal, not in the beginning, cause I, you know, for, for who I was affiliated with, like it was a little bit different trying to flip accounts and all that. Um, but once I started to settle in and I started to work with my partner, Nick, he really introduced me to, you know, kind of a more strategic way of doing risk management. So, I'm always risking 1%, half percent per trade. The goal has always been to be funded. At one point I was funded with FTMO. Obviously now with having our own firm, I'm focused on trading with that firm. Um, so my goal every month is five to ten percent. That's my goal. You know, my stats throughout the year, if I can hit five to ten percent per month, great, there are losing months. There's months like this past month, I was down three percent. You know what I mean? So there's not every month where I'm just, like, killing it out the door. But overall, like, I'll take a quarterly approach. How are my results over the quarter? And if I'm hitting that 15% target, mm-hmm. to, me, that's, to me, that's a great return. I mean, I, I'm looking at Forex as, I tell this to everyone, one of my streams of income, right? One of my streams of income, along with my other businesses, my goal ultimately would be to make everything as passive as possible. You know, we're moving towards that. There's a lot of ways to do that with EAs and everything. Um, but to me, you know, if I can grow my money by 10%, 15% over the course of a quarter, it's a great, it's a great thing. You know, it's a great thing for me. Yeah. And obviously, with all these funding programs, you're able to access a lot more capital, which is extremely important.
0: Awesome. Um, and so, so what about like uh, over a month, for example? So you talked about, you know, you had a had a down month the other day. How many trades in a month are you taking?
1: So I would say on average, I'm fairly active. Um, I'm a fairly active trader. I would say anywhere from like one trade a day. So throughout the 25. throughout the month, I could hit about twenty to twenty five trades.
0: Okay, and uh, and month. how many like on a losing month? How many are you winning? What's your win rate on a losing month?
1: I would say the win rate on a losing month would be, because to me, it's all about the percentage gains. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But the win rate on a losing month, for example, was like around 60%. Okay.
0: And what about on a winning month? What, what would, it, would it change or does it make no difference?
1: It's, it's, it's subjective, but it could jump all the way up to like 85%
0: right okay okay cool and uh how many instruments are you looking to trade how many markets and which markets
1: so i really only trade the major pairs um and then plus gold plus gold and gj those are the only pairs i look at if you guys come into the for anyone out there watching if you come into the telegram group you'll see every single week i post my analysis on the major pairs on gold on gj Gold more recently. I've been picking up trading gold a lot more recently because I realized, like, I didn't trade it for the longest time because I just, like, wasn't paying attention to it. Now I'm realizing there's a lot of opportunities with gold. So gold I've added more recently. But, yeah, those are the main pairs I look at. I know some people that trade one pair. At one point, I looked at many, a lot more pairs. Um, but, you know, mainly, I made mean, my favorite pairs are really just GU, UCAD, and USDCHF. And now gold is becoming uh, one of my favorite pairs as well.
0: Okay. And what does your typical trading day look like?
1: So it really all depends because I'm doing so much with the Forex League and then also with FX seed and with kind of managing the business side of things. Uh, I always look to trade the New York session. Uh, the London session, I don't. I don't really trade the London session and the Asian session. I don't find many opportunities. Like, But for example, I can walk you through today. I mean, we hopped on at around 9 a.m. Uh, we did a live trading session from 9 to about 11. You know what I mean? So I have all my analysis prepared, you know, ready to hop on. But for the most part, it's trading the New York session.
0: Okay. And what do you think made you different in the beginning than other guys out there who've come in, tried a million courses and are still struggling, but they're still stuck in here thinking, I can see the light, I can see the light. What do you think made you different? You stuck to one course and you've tried, you know, you've, you've obviously evolved over time. Any any traits you may have had? Any um, actions you may have taken that others didn't?
1: Yeah, I mean, the one thing that I just see people doing that confuses me is, is someone will, it's almost like, they'll hold seven books up at the same time and they'll try to read a line from every book. And then they're like, why don't I understand like book, book six, like book three, like why don't I understand book three or book one? Or like, why don't any of these books make any sense or why can I relate to anything? And it's because your, your, your attention is, is spread too wide. Like your attention needs to be directed on one style. And I always say, follow, a leader that obviously provides results mm-hmm. that is i always say follow someone that is active daily like all the people who are in my opinion legitimate they're doing live trading sessions they're showing their analysis they're an active trader you know what i mean like they're on the they're on the they're in the game they've skin mm-hmm. in the game so um you know try to find someone who uh is active daily who's providing value who you talk, who you're able to talk with, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you can relate to them because when the going gets tough, you know, obviously you want to look at them for motivation, hold you accountable and whatnot. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, like you just have to, you just have to find one program like not, we have a program and like there's many programs out there just kind of find one and just live and die by those methods. Because you can't become a master at something by focusing on 10 different things. Like, it really doesn't make sense. And when you find a group that provides you, like, holds you accountable, like, that provides value, like, don't think it's the group's fault for not learning and not becoming profitable. The mirror's got to turn on you. Mm. You know what I mean? The mirror, you have to look yourself in the mirror. You have to see there's people here that are getting results. You know, there's people here that are having success. I'm, I chose this group for point A, B, and C. You know, I'm here. Why am I not achieving this level of success that these other people are achieving? You know, what in my head is, is construing my results? So it comes down to you. So don't think that I, like, and someone said this, someone said this the other day, like, a couple weeks ago, I was trading. And I wasn't paying attention to the news FOMC meeting. And it's obviously a lot more impactful right now with COVID and everything came out, went against my position. And then the average person is like, let me go and like become a fundamental expert. Let me go and, you know, learn all I can about fundamentals and try to, you know, patch that part of my game and everything. But the reality is, like, yeah, that one trade might have went sour or whatever, but the point is I'm going to continue to take the next trade because I now I have an edge, regardless of that news so, event. So don't think that you need more information. Like, information is simple. It's very simple. It's you. You need to unpack the complexity within yourself, within your own head. You know, why are you continuing to take losing positions? Like, why are you not building up confidence? Like, what are, what are your habits? you know what I mean Um, so yeah I mean that's that's kind of my my whole thing is like commit to one thing stick with that and then just start to evaluate yourself that's the hardest thing with trading people don't want to dig into you know their own their own faults their own kind of insecurities and that's what leads to making money you gotta unpack all
0: that stuff yeah I uh, you're definitely right there aren't you and and I think because people tend to jump into a course and go I'll do the course and then at the end of it they're like you know, take a few trades and it didn't work out and then they don't unpack. And I think that's what it is. It's the unpacking and the unpacking being, because the, the general default is, oh, course it didn't work. Um, I've lost confidence in the strategy or whatever the approach is. And therefore I'm going to move on to the next one. Whereas if you start to unpack, then you've got a chance of working out, hang on a sec, what have I, what have I missed here? Because yeah, especially if you can see other people succeeding doing the same thing, unpack what they're doing. I mean as a as a point of you know first point of of, um, uh, of attack of trying to work this work this through is unpack their trades. how did they get that entry? Did it match up with the strategy, and why didn't you take that trade? so yeah there's, there's, what are your thoughts on that? It just
1: takes time, man. it takes time, and like you know it, the average person really wants this to happen very fast mm-hmm. and, and you have to legitimately change. To be able to with, withstand everything going on, and I commend anyone like giving signals uh, in a group, you know, giving their trade ideas out there to the public. I remember a point in time when I was scared to even post a chart about an idea, you know what I mean? And that was all internal, you know, mm. in- internal confidence. Like I didn't have the internal confidence to do that. When at the point that I'm at now, it's like if I need to make the call for the trade whether it goes good or bad, like that's not the point of me giving the call. Like the call needs to be made. So it it gets made, and that's it. You know what I mean? Like you have to have that unwavering confidence. You have to move with such conviction in this market. And I think a lot of people, you know, one quote is like the most confident man is going to win the most money. You know, it's going to, it's going to make the most, like you need to have conviction in in everything that you're doing. And like you said, you got to kind of unpack, like to me, I'm, I'm all in. Like, this is, you know, everything. I love trading. I love money. I love money. Like, all this. My favorite show is Billions. Like, you know, people might say, ha-ha. But my favorite show is Billions. Um, and in I'm that show, they were, it. <laughs> yeah, it's a, great, it's a great show. Great actors. And they have, like, a psychologist in-house. So FCMO has this, too, which I think is amazing. Um, they have a psychologist in-house. You know, whenever uh, the main character goes through a losing streak or can't figure out you know, the decisions to be making. He goes to the psychologist, evaluates, you know, what are his choices? And like, you to your point, it unpacks and it helps you rewire and helps you remap out, like, where should I go? What direction should I head in? You know, a couple of shows were utilizing these methods. Like people need to realize that you need to like talk, not only talk to yourself, but maybe even talk to, you know, that's, has it, the psychologist or something and, and really understand like, yourself and what's going to trigger you like one thing around a year ago that made a big difference in my training as well was when I was in positions as soon as I started to trigger an emotion like as soon as I started to attach myself to that position like I was like up like I'm up one percent and I'm like oh like at this point now like I wouldn't I wouldn't I don't want to lose this one percent like this one percent means something to me as soon as that happens, I close the trade. Close the trade or I remove 75% of the position because I'm not thinking strategically. Like, I'm not thinking without emotion. Like, I'm be- I'm becoming attached to that position. And whether I gain uh, another 3% on that position or I lose that 1%, my the result of that is going to be emotional. It's going to be – I'm either going to become more confident. My confidence will be blown up, which isn't good in the long run, or I'm going to become, like, kind of upset – that I lost that 1%. I'm gonna be thinking, I wish I had that 1%. And this is different for everyone, man. Some people, I'm a thinker. I think, think into things, you know, deeply. Some people are not are not that way. And and one thing that I've seen about uh my course, and this could, you know, go any which way, but I've seen people that are a little bit older, they tend to understand themselves a little bit more as opposed to the young trader who's like 18, 19. They don't really understand themselves as much. They don't have much life experience, and then when they come into trading, it's hard for them to gauge like what how things are going to affect them emotionally. Uh, winners, losers, whatever you know, work ethic, it, like working like their schedule, everything like that. And it's hard for them to build that side of the business, build that because trading is a business. You need a business plan, you need a a strategy, and then you come move into the market, implement that model, implement that business plan. You know, and then you attack within those parameters. If it's not working, you pull out. Trading is not coming to the market. Prices move in. I'm gonna just trigger a position. You know what I mean? It's not. It's yeah. not like that. You mm-hmm. gotta have. You gotta be extremely strategic in what you're doing, or you're going to lose a lot of money. Reality.
0: Now, giving so. giving people, a, if you had to give people a step by step path to this, to you know, trading for a living, what would that be?
1: step-by-step path if someone knew absolutely nothing what would i suggest them to do?
0: yeah they've come into this and they didn't know anything how would you give them a step-by-step path and i suppose a, t- a realistic time frame in which to achieve that
1: well you know the when it comes to working with a legitimate firm the time frames are pretty pretty set up i mean they they talk about and i've looked into this a lot They talk about, you know, the first year, six months, you're learning, whether it's TA or order flow or reading the ticker or whatever, you know, you're learning how to evaluate the data. You're learning how to, what are the whys behind the system, you know, behind the the engine? Why is everything moving? And then from there, you know, maybe they strap you up with a little demo account. They give you a set time to trade in during the day, during the session. They start to educate you on some patterns to look for You know what I mean? Very bare bones, execute based on this and see if you can make it happen. And then after the first year is when you're starting to actually have conversations with more legitimate traders because you can start to come up with your own ideas and you're presenting them and then you're getting feedback. And then from that feedback, you start to, like I said earlier, like build that book of your ideas. What are the successful ones? What are the negative ones? Um, And then in year two is when you should start to really turn a profit in most firms. Year three is when, at the end of year three, is when, in most cases, they start to, to really capitalize on you, and then you can start to like scale up. So you gotta think like that's in a legitimate firm nine to five, maybe nine to eight. You're going there and you're on like a regimented schedule, and you're ripping through the day to day. Like nine a.m. you're meeting with the you know the team, ten a.m. you're back testing, twelve p.m. you're taking a break, you know whatever. Like it's a very regimented approach. Most people getting into this space, most people that are looking at your page, they're just the retail trader, maybe trading on the side of their nine to five, you know what I mean? Not spending as much time as these people. So, if you have no prior experience with trading, don't get me wrong, you can still within this time frame make a ton of progress. My partner always says this, I have a ridiculous work ethic, like I'm out of my mind. So, you know, he, what he did in seven years, I was able to come into in like two and a half years because I really put in a lot of work. Um, So you can shorten those timelines, but it just comes down to those habits, building those habits and having the right information. You have the right information and then you can get feedback from people who are doing what you want to do successfully. You're going to shorten those timelines. And now that obviously acquiring capital is accessible, like, you know, the, the opportunity is even even more so. The ability to become profitable and to make money is even even quicker, even shorter.
0: Now, um, thinking about a price chart, I mean, you've, you've talked about a few elements here, but if you had to sort of go, hey, guys, go off and study this for a month, would, what three things would you, would you recommend somebody go off and study? Like tools? Yeah, tools on a price chart. So this is really sort of TA.
1: Yeah, I mean, before this, I would... Well, as a beginner, I would recommend you know obviously study candlestick analysis, like study the candlesticks, study patterns, um, and then other than that, study the trend. Only study trending markets. You know, when are when are uh, lower lows and lower highs forming? When are higher highs and higher lows forming? You know, downtrends and uptrends. Study those first. Now, you know, with the new information that I have, it would really just be focus on the VWAP, focus on the volume profile. Um, and then just focus on really managing those orders it's really interesting because since i have all this prior experience with marking down support resistance levels demand like all the different tas like i'm kind of incorporating all of it now into this one strategy um and and yeah i mean if you don't know your patterns like you got to know those things like the back of your head like realistically like that's definitely the one thing i would say like, understand the patterns understand the candlesticks and really understand like where is the trend sure. identify the trend
0: awesome now um, before we get into the quick fire rounds do you have any special mindset hacks or techniques that you can share with our guys so that they can I suppose get to a point where they become more more a more effective trader
1: yeah I mean it just like I said before it's different for everyone you gotta you have to really understand yourself. Like for for me, there was a lot of work that I did. Um, you know, I did a lot of meditation. Like I did a lot of, I'm big into like working out, a lot of exercise. Like when it comes to trading, it was all about the repetition. It was all about back testing for me. Um, so when it comes to, to mindset hacks, you know, look at what you're eating. Look at the stuff you're reading. You know, look at all the information that you're taking in. And, and don't spread yourself thin. Direct your attention at one thing and spend your time on that one thing. And don't let yourself burn out. That's definitely a big thing. You know, you read online, work 8 p.m. to 2 a.m. Like Gary Vee always says that. And, you know, the reality is, guys, like I agree more with the basics. He says that you can only have one meeting a day. I mean, he's worth, ton of money mm-hmm. so he could have one meeting a day maybe but you know for me it's like focus on if you're going to trade the new york session back test during the new york session you know what i mean get yourself in the mindset of trading during that session it, it could it will benefit you so much more if you're back testing at 3 a.m and then you're going and trading the new york session you're kind of doing yourself a disservice yeah you're trading at two different times in the day you know what i mean so try to line yourself up with where you're going to, where you're trying to be trading at you know what i mean
0: and i like that, it's that a- that's awesome that's a that's a great little hack there guys is if instead of trading backtest at the same time you're going to be trading first time i've heard that on the show um right now we're going to jump into the quick fire rounds here angelo uh some of them are quick some of them aren't uh <laughs> but it's going to wrap the show up um okay. how long did it take you to go from trading newbie to consistently profitable
1: about uh, 2.5
0: years. What's your favorite entry setup?
1: Favorite entry setup is just break and retest.
0: What strategies do you use to exit or manage trades?
1: Move my stops to break even at one-to-one. One. Um, and to to exit trades, just key levels.
0: What's your recommended trading book or resource?
1: The Playbook by Mike Bellapier.
0: Uh, what's your preferred broker and trading platform? Currently, we're partnered with Prosperity Forex. Have you ever wondered what broker I use? Well, I use Hanko Trade. It was a no-brainer because I was looking for a broker with good trading conditions and no restrictions on trading my strategies. But one of the main reasons was their raw ECN spread, which could challenge any other broker you're trading with. Learn more at HankoTrade.com or click the link in the description.
1: And preferred trading platform is. M
0: T Sorry, I lost you there. Was it M T four, yeah? You break up? Yeah. M T four?
1: I actually said M T four, but recently I've been okay. using M T five and I'm I'm loving M T five. Not
0: gonna lie. Cool, cool. Um walk us through your worst trade.
1: My worst trade was taking NZD USD buy right before the FOMC meeting. Nothing
0: tanked wow <laughs> Um Blame New Zealand. Uh, if you could leave our listeners with one piece of advice, what would it be?
1: One piece of advice would be that it's totally possible to be successful with trading and to build business around trading and to just be be patient. Be patient and put yourself around the right people.
0: Brilliant. Look, before we wrap up, what's the best way for traders to get hold of you? Yeah, so you can contact us
1: on... Um, instagram forex league or nick dark fx and in there send us a dm or our telegram channel that's where we're going to be sending all of our updates and then also saved by fx is my personal page if you want to shoot me a follow
0: Cool. And um, guys, we're going to try and get Nick on the show and we're going to try and do it next week. So if you're listening to this uh, the week that it goes out, then hopefully a week away we'll have Nick and we'll be able to hear his story as well and tie everything up. Um, Look, uh, brilliant. Brilliant. Big thank you to Angelo for sharing with us today. Everything we've discussed here along with all the links are in the show notes. To find them, simply search for Angelo in the search box on tradingnut.com. Until next time, I wish all my listeners trading happiness and success. All right, guys, so there we have our interview with Angelo Dunn and Dustin. Do remember we did shoot a video after this, so please go and check that out. And... All those other videos over there on the YouTube channel. The the, the channel is growing massively. Uh, And also there is a members only video area there as well if you want to get extra things. And there should be a crypto video dropping shortly as well as all of that other trading chart related information as well. So guys, heaps of stuff happening over there at the YouTube channel and also on TradingUp.com. And if you want to get more from me and find out how I build trading robots, then you know where to go. The Robot Builders Club over there on TradingUp. See you in the next episode. Have a good one.